0: We are here with Laura Britt, NBC Sports Bay Area. Joining us, Siles and Watkins, on the road from Vegas. Oil changes, tire rotations, your overall car maintenance. Think Jiffy Lube. Jiffy Lube is the place to take your car for your next road trip. Jiffy Lube, proud sponsor of Siles Watkins Radio Row, road trip to Vegas. Laura, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you guys for having me. This is great. In Radio Row Day 2, mm-hmm. you really see an increase in people walking around. Yeah. So, you know, we've been here since Monday. I don't okay. know what you guys, we guys, got, guys. Got, got in, in last year. night. You got in last night. Yeah. So you start to see the slow trickle of people. And then Tuesday, mm-hmm. Wednesday, everybody starts to descend.
0: Yeah. yeah. Let's start here. All right. Obviously, NBC Sports Bay Area. But we know you. You know ball. You're not necessarily a homer right? But with that being said, are you picking with your head or heart when it comes to Niners Chiefs? Do the Niners finally get number six?
1: Well, there's a background story there. Okay. So I actually, I interned in news. Okay. And when I started my career, I started in sports and then also a morning show. Mm-hmm. So there's a distinct reason why I, I don't uh, go homer. I have the, a true journalistic aspect Love about that. me that I Love really that. I really do to my core feel to just try to present facts to people mm-hmm. and let them decide. So I guess um, I haven't gotten asked my pick yet.
0: Okay. So Ooh. will you
1: guys be the first ones? I don't know yet.
0: <laughs> well, I'm asking. Should I
1: give my pick
0: right now? You can marinate on it.
1: I'm going to marinate okay. on it because okay. I, I know what it is. I mm-hmm. just... Haven't decided if I'm ready to share. We got the
0: breaking news. We can get it going. (laughs) We can get the sounder ready. Get it on the ticker. Who Laura picks to win the Super Bowl? Speaking
2: of breaking news, by the way, I was looking at your socials the other day, and I saw this is the first time you've been to Vegas. First
1: time ever, literally. Land Monday. Never been here. It's it's a wild place. What are your thoughts?
2: though? I mean, like it's it's clearly a place like no other.
1: You know, my first thought is the buildings are really big, huge. Uh We've been walking. I don't know if anyone else has been not been to Vegas. I'm sure all of your listeners probably have. I think I'm the only person on the planet (laughs) that has yet to be in Vegas, especially being so close, like an hour flight from the Bay Area. Hey, I've got three kids. Okay, yeah, I got Um, you. The buildings are huge. We're walking. Miles and miles yeah. and miles. Even
2: just to get into Radio Row here, it's yes. a marathon.
1: So yeah, I mean, I think that's really my first impression. I wore <laughs> heels yesterday. Oof. We got sneakers Flats, on today, depth, baby. That's right. Sneakers on Live today. And learn so if you haven't been to a Super Bowl, I know most people don't get the opportunity to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, very expensive to be able to take off work for a week. Who can do that? Yeah. So we're lucky to be here. But yeah, there's just a lot of walking involved. <laughs> I will say, over Miami when the Niners went last mm-hmm. time, we were down there in Miami. I do like the fact that you are able to walk places outside mm-hmm. of the the rain that's right. happening in the desert which i'm really confused about that's I don't very know. confusing yeah.
2: i had to tell him to bring a coat he had yeah. no idea it's, i was very <laughs>
3: upset it's very
1: confusing i didn't bring an umbrella but i didn't think i would need one yeah. Yeah. in las vegas but yeah so in miami you had to you know hop in an uber you're driving an right. hour you're driving 30 yeah. minutes and here you're able to walk it's just uh Gotta wear the sneakers.
0: Talking, Pro tip. <laughs> talking to Laura Britt, NBC Sports Bay Area. And don't forget, NBC Sports has you covered all week long with Niners coverage and pre and post after the big game which the Niners may or may not win, according to Laura. We're <laughs> trying not. to figure that out. Laura, let's pivot just a little bit to the Giants and everything that they have going on. They've made some moves in the offseason. I tried Giants Twitter. If, if your blood pressure is like <laughs> mine, you should probably stay off of it. How do you feel about what the Giants have done so far? heading into this season going up against just i just don't want to compare the giants to the dodgers let's just put them in a different category and and build whatever you got going on and go from there
1: so giants twitter can be very sad sometimes yes especially this offseason when you see the dodgers make so many moves Mm -hmm. i I think what you have to do if you're a giants fan is put everything in perspective Mm -hmm. did they try and get shohei did they try and get Aaron judge Yes. Is that the team's fault? Yeah, Maybe some people want to put blame on the team for Mm -hmm. not being able to land those stars. We heard some of the comments about what some free agents are saying about the city, whether you want to believe that or not, Mm -hmm. maybe that's how they actually feel. Yeah. So you have to take that as well into consideration. I think the, the saying of the Giants don't want to spend money isn't accurate anymore. So two years ago, I think that's how a lot of Giants fans were feeling is why won't they spend money? Why won't they sign Kevin Gosman to a longer term mm-hmm. deal? Why won't they lock down some right. of these players? But I don't think that's the case anymore. They're they're they have the money, they're willing to spend the money. It's about how do you land those free agents? And would you want a guy that doesn't want to be here? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think you want to I mean, if it's Shohei Otani, maybe you want him even <laughs> right. if he doesn't want to be here. <laughs> um, but the Dodgers are the Dodgers, and they've been able to attract these free agents. They have a loaded roster. The Giants did what they could. There are still big-name free agents out there. Right. Yeah. This has been a really weird, weird. offseason. I, I definitely thought we kept hearing winter meetings. Yep. We're in Nashville. Nothing happens.
0: Yeah. No. Where, where is the hot stove? <laughs>
1: there was no hot stove. It <laughs> yeah. was cold stove. Right. It was a freezer. Yeah. <laughs> it was a freezer this winter meeting. So we're all sitting around, and, and what you kept hearing is – once that first domino falls, the other ones are going to start falling. And that yeah. is typically how it goes. Mm-hmm. Well, Shohei Otani signs, then you're waiting on Yamamoto. Mm-hmm. So you wait more weeks than Yamamoto signs, and you right. keep waiting on these other guys. And granted, the, the big-name free agents that are still out there, Scott Boris clients, as you guys know, yeah. and he likes to play those. Good for him, good for his clients. You want that kind of representation if you're a player. But it is a bit strange to be two weeks away from spring training and – Guys haven't signed. Some right. big-name guys haven't signed. When are those signings going to happen? I don't know.
0: Uh, what happens first? We get Laura's pick for the Super
1: Bowl. Or Cody Bellinger <laughs> comes
0: fine. to the Giants.
1: You never know. If the 49ers win the Super Bowl, will Cody Bellinger come that, to the there Giants? There you go. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's how you attract yeah. free
2: mm-hmm. agents. Exactly. Laura, going to the, to the Super Bowl matchup. I mean, do you have a, a matchup that you're looking forward to the most, just seeing how it plays out?
1: Yeah, I think it's this Super Bowl compared to Super Bowl 54. There are so many changes Mm -hmm. on these two teams. The Chiefs were known for their offense and the 49ers back in in Super Bowl 54 and the 49ers, their defense, as we all know. I'm not quick to toss aside saying like, oh, the Chiefs are all defense. They still have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. It feels very weird to me to be like, oh, it's the 49ers offense versus the Chiefs defense. Yeah. Because there's, you still have Nick Bosa, right? You still have Fred Warner. You've got some big name players on the 49ers' defense as well. So, it, I think it does. It, it's a really good Super Bowl matchup. It it really what is. am I focusing in on the most? Probably to see uh, Steve Wilkes, You know, yeah, right. got some. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess not hate, but some had, heat. Some heat. Thank there you. you. Yes. Some yes. heat. After the Lions game yeah. and some of the decisions that he made, he took accountability yeah. for that and said he wanted to clean that up. So there's no doubt in my mind that he'll be ready to make those calls. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are really good at ad-libbing. So how do you prepare for that? Yeah, uh, It's good that the Niners have faced them before. And Kyle Shanahan right. has seen that. I'm sure Steve Wilkes has watched that game many times now and, mm-hmm. and watched the, the film on the Chiefs. So I guess seeing the calls of, what Kyle Shanahan's able to do with the offense mm-hmm. and how the the Chiefs defense does try and, and stop it. a guy that is Mr. Irrelevant and his weapons are really the star of the show with Christian McCaffrey being on the Niners now. So that is yes, the big storyline. Sure. I'm kind of more interested in the flip side. Yeah. I'm kind of more interested in how the Niners defense
0: Yeah.
1: handles Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, and and Pacheco, too. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a a threat. Let's see, the Niners, as far as rushing defense go, I think this is where some people aren't realizing how good in the regular season the Niners rushing defense was. They ranked third in all of the NFL. Mm -hmm. So, yes, the Chiefs have an aspect of a run game, but the Niners have been able to stop that for the majority of the regular season
0: yeah we're definitely headed towards the Niners defense being a little bit underrated based on their last couple performances which isn't a bad thing which isn't a bad thing joined by Laura Britt of NBC Sports Bay Area don't forget NBC Sports has all your Niners Niners coverage all week long Laura okay let's ask you it this way who is, your, who is your favorite <laughs> player on the Niners or Ooh, okay. favorite player to watch on the Niners?
1: Oh, that's good. That's a great question. So that's kind of like a dual question because
0: it it your favorite it, it like, is, personality it a du- yes. doesn't yeah. have to be. It right.
1: Absolutely. I think, um, so I've, you know, as you guys know, and most of your listeners know, I've moved over to mainly covering the Giants now, right. but I was ingrained in the Niners yeah, for a long time. And I think it's hard not to love George Kittle, especially yeah. as a member of the media. <laughs> mm-hmm. You sure. want a guy that's fun, is having fun, is not scared to answer questions. Yeah. He's just, he really is that person. Mm-hmm. Some guys are different on TV than they are behind the scenes. George Kittle's just a really genuinely like happy guy. And I'm sure in the, all those mic'd up segments that we've seen yeah. after the lines, like he's in the middle of a really intense moment and right. he's joking around, And but not, he, he's not, not serious about his game as mm-hmm. everybody knows. Right. So I think there's like a fine line that he's Course. been able to walk there. So as far as just personality wise, I got to go with George Kittle and then I'm a little split on. I I love Trent Williams.
3: Okay. Yeah. I really like
1: Trent Williams Mm -hmm. and I love that he's in a super bowl for the first time in his career, the, the level that he's played at for so long, I know the popular answer is probably Christian McCaffrey, you know, Debo Samuel, Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, but I, I really appreciate his, um, his dedication to the game. And it's such a it's a spot where you don't get a lot of glory, and he's been a huge difference maker for mm-hmm. the 49ers. I think he's a big reason why why they're they're here right now. So yeah, Trent Williams is one of my favorite players just athletically. <laughs> okay. what he does on not the very field. often
2: you hear an offensive no, lineman be somebody's said, favorite player, but Trent, if it's gonna be anybody, so it it's gonna be Trent. He's got,
1: swag. It's got oh, swag. Oh, yeah. all the Which swag. The Here's the thing about that: this is a large man. That stuff yes. you're not going to the store to buy that. This is yeah. a, there's a lot that's of dedication point. also to the special outfits, special orders,
0: tailoring. Yes,
1: that's time. Yeah, that's
2: not just big and tall shop. no.
1: And I appreciation for that
2: too.
0: So favorite player Trent Williams, most exciting player George Kittle. George Kittle. All right. right,
2: Laura, I want to ask everybody this, but I feel like it, it could get just dangerous and it could end up taking the entire interview. Brock Party, overrated, underrated, properly rated. Where where would you say? You you feel like he is?
1: I think he's underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, the game manager thing uh, that he's been moniker, I guess, that he's been deemed with all season. Yeah, maybe the first like four games you can say that and get mm-hmm. away with that. To take your team to a Super Bowl, and, and many would say, well, it's not it's not Brock Purdy that did it. It's yeah. Christian McCaffrey. It's other players. It's a team sport. And I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think there's necessarily a game manager quarterback that can go out and win a Super bowl He hasn't done that yet Mm -hmm. to make it to this level. I I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair to get that criticism. And he, the great thing about Brock Purdy, he's a level-headed guy. Yeah. He's not listening to this. And I mean, even if he is, he knows who he is. He's a Christian. He's made that clear and Mm -hmm. his, you know, foundation isn't from what people say about him, right? It comes from somewhere else. And I think having that, that mentality is a big advantage for him. Yeah. But I definitely think he's been underrated. He's got – every player has an aspect of their game that they have to work on. Mm -hmm. Not everybody's going to be perfect every game. To go pick apart because he has one really bad game, to say that the Niners were down in these past two games and that that's Brock Birdie's fault, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that.
2: No, yeah, we played that Bosa audio. I don't know if you heard it of them in the locker room Mm -hmm. and Bosa asking him, like, how are you so confident, man? Like, I was the number two pick in the draft. Like, even I've – defensive player of the year, even I've doubted myself how do you stay so composed? And he's just like, right. just play ball,
0: man. Like, it's all, it's just his moxie is insane
2: to me. It is. Yeah,
0: Laura Britt, thank you so much. And this that was just fun. beautifully said, but you're not getting away that fast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. We need your Super Bowl pick and we need it now.
1: So, um, I don't want people to get upset with uh-oh, me. oh oh
0: uh-oh, uh-oh. But I
1: will say, when you have a team like the Chiefs mm-hmm. that have been to four super bowls in the past five years mm-hmm. they've been to six consecutive afc championship games mm-hmm. and an mvp and patrick mahomes i, I do think uh, in, i would do the same thing with tom brady and mm-hmm. the patriots when they were reigning supreme for so long until they've been beaten i'm gonna go with their history of success mm-hmm. and i'm i'm gonna pick the chiefs to win in, in super bowl 58 i think the niners have a really good shot at it too so I know that's not like fun to be like oh kind of both (laughs) teams right right but I and I I think it's gonna be a really close game I think Mm -hmm. it's gonna be a really good game the Niners cannot fall behind as many people know like they did in against the Packers like they did against the Lions I don't think you can get away with that against the Chiefs I think the the Niners have probably studied all of that Mm -hmm. film very intensely over the past couple weeks but the reigning Super Bowl champs it's hard to go against them when they've seen success not across one year not across two years across six seasons right uh that's it's hard to go against the chiefs
0: there you go laura Britt. thank you so much nbc sports bay area don't forget nbc sports has you super bowl coverage all week long and pre and post after the big game which maybe Laura will be wrong and the 9 right. is win win. Laura we know you're you're doing your thing on NBC Sports Bay Area you're you're over here so if you are trying to keep your pick secret well, we won't tell anybody oh, we won't yeah. tell but anybody can we will
1: keep this a secret we will this keep it all on the low just between just between we will us. keep okay, it okay. on the low Hey, this has been so fun yes thanks thank you for having yes me on. thank you awesome. Laura Come we will on. talk to
0: you soon all right thanks guys all right you got to get to a break we will be right back with Styles and Watkins on the road in Las Vegas brought to you by Jiffy Loop We are here, Sacktown Sports, Styles & Watkins. Sacktown Sports Road Trip to Radio Row in Las Vegas is brought to you by our friends at Jiffy Lube. When it's time for a road trip, visit Jiffy Lube for all your automotive maintenance needs. Jiffy Lube is your road trip. Headquarters, joined by Torrey Smith, former 49ers wide receiver, former Ravens wide receiver, two-time Come on, two Super time. Bowl champ, former Eagles wide receiver. Torrey, thank you for joining us. Hey, appreciate y'all having me. Man, so let's just start here. You played with the Ravens when they beat the Niners. Yeah. Is this finally the year that the Niners break through and get number six?
4: Man, I believe so. Mm-hmm. I think the talent's there. I think the culture's there. Uh, they're battle-tested, right? They've been here before. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just time. You know, I think Brock yeah. Purdy's a, a a guy that can help lead the scene to victory. I think they have a, a great balance on the offensive side of the ball and what C. Mac can do and so many different playmakers over there. So mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, if they can protect the football and offense, uh, establish their run game because the Chiefs, their weakness really is the run game. The Ravens right. didn't stick to that. But uh, that's uh, one of their biggest weaknesses. If they can get that going. Uh, I think some great things can happen for them But they can also can not mm-hmm. lead us out. You got to be able to get to Patrick Mahomes without blitzing. Yeah. So you're gonna need a big game out of those front four to go out there and get it done. Tori, you played uh,
2: the in San Francisco actually the two years before Shanahan got there. Just, yeah. Wh- how can you speak to? just the different culture that it seems like he's brought there and just how different things seem to be now than they were when you were there. Oh,
4: man, it's it's amazing for him. I mean, I I was one of the first people kicked out. So, uh, (laughs) you know, to see what's happening with the new regime, you know, it took them some time to get it right. But they're one of the best organizations in ball. um, And I think they deserve their flowers, I think. Uh, Jed York deserves his. I gave him his, his flowers earlier because I remember and I know y'all probably were talking about him on this same radio station. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what he's doing. We got to get somebody else. But the reality of it is he's built a the product that's among the best in the league. And yeah. year in, year out, we all know fans want to win a Super Bowl each and every year. But year in, year out, when this season starts, you know the 49ers stand a chance. Mm-hmm. And that's all you can ask for. And I think they, they've done a great job. And Coach Shanahan and John Lynch, their partnership together, leadership wise, you know, I think they've done an excellent job. And again, yeah. when you mentioned the top organizations, it doesn't matter that they haven't won a Super Bowl in some time, right? When you talk about the top organizations in terms of their team standing a chance, they're amongst the top three. And uh, I think this is the year they get over the hump. Yeah. Talking to
0: tori Smith, two-time Super Bowl champ, wide receiver for the Ravens, the Niners, and the Eagles. So, tori when you talk about Brock Purdy, and a lot of people likened it last year to Jeremy Lynn. Is he just on a hot streak? You played with a guy, not to take anything away from Nick Foles, but that was a guy that got really hot, right? He's a good quarterback, yeah. but he played out of his mind. How can you differentiate a hot quarterback from somebody like Brock Purdy, possibly making his way into the
4: elite category? Man, he's been consistent, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah you know I, i'm I'm looking you know my, my guy cam is right behind us right? <laughs> uh, you know, can't like, miss him uh, uh, I, grabbed, I
0: grabbed the selfie with right, him earlier you know like
4: that's that's <laughs> my brother right there um but the reality of it is mm-hmm. is he's kind of been unfairly criticized yeah right i think he's proven that you can win because he's your quarterback right and when you go and you look at who's won the super bowl over the last 12 years most of the faces are tom brady anyway mm-hmm. right so what are we talking about here Right. There are very few guys that actually win it. So if you're going to punish him for not winning it, like it's about can you win because he's your guy? Do you stand a chance? Right. That's what everyone's hope is. And Brock Purdy is that guy. He's been very consistent managing this team, playing his role, making plays when they need him. He made plays with his feet last week. Right. Turned from a game manager to a a (laughs) game changer. Right. But I think he's shown that he can do that. And he's their franchise quarterback. And I think the 49ers know that. And, you know, I think the fans need to get all the way on board with it as well because I talked about it before. People like to think that a franchise quarterback has to look one way. Yeah. And it doesn't. You put a great team around him. Why are you punishing him for what we wish every quarterback had? Mm -hmm. Real weapons, right? A running game. A great coordinator. Right? A solid offensive line, right? They'd be a little better, but they have some solid pieces up front. He has what most quarterbacks go. So now you have fans criticizing. Well, Any quarterback can be in that <laughs> yeah. system yeah. and do well. well. Well, they aren't. Yeah, And right. he is. Yeah. So you have a guy that can go out there and get it done. Keep it there because you've seen how it looks when you're playing musical chairs. Yeah. Clearly, if it was that easy, everyone could do it. And it's not. So mm-hmm. give that man his respect. Do you think that a Super Bowl changes any of that conversation? Or do you think it's just it's always going to be there? With it him? changes it for a moment. Yeah. Right. Uh, it changes it for a moment. And. At the end of the day, who cares? Right. Mm-hmm. right. Who cares? He's going to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to speak it into existence because I want it to happen. <laughs> right? Yeah, love it. He's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, he's going to be making a lot more than 800000 mm-hmm. coming here soon. Right? Which changes. The, the GM's got to work a little bit harder with the salary yeah. cap once that happens. Right? Um, and draft-wise, it, got, it, it changes. But the reality of it is is um, this 49ers team is built to win, and it helps when you have a cheap quarterback. Right? But he's their franchise guy. Right? And it's going to happen. Talking to Torrey Smith, two-time Super Bowl champ, played for the Eagles,
0: the Niners, the Ravens. Tori, you're a wide receiver in this league, right? And- when I was coming up when Chris and I were coming up, there were the megatrons and these big yeah. dudes. Do you see an evolution of the wide receiver with some of these smaller quicker guys that don't always have to play in the slot like they traditionally had to, or has it always been there and it's just the schemes that are changing
4: yeah, I think it's kind of always been there you know the 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 generic receiver probably is built more like me like in that six one six two type area uh Flirting around two hundred, or you know, give or take around there. I mean, mm-hmm. you think of the top guys in the game. I'm um, just rambling off the top of my head. Devonte Adams, uh, give, give IU you kids respect, right? Yep. Put, put yep. him up, yeah. up there in that top ten, <laughs> yep. right? Give him his respect. Like those guys are more so in that six one, six two range. But I think the difference you're seeing is receivers are going to be better and better every year. Yeah, right. Better than your, better than our goats. Yeah, right. And old heads hate when I say that yeah but it's the truth mm-hmm. it's because you're watching kids now that played seven on seven right right mm-hmm. our, our our goats were better from being from playing outside right they weren't being tra- everyone knows a trainer these days mm-hmm. right these kids are different and I'm only going by because I, I coach in the youth space I have my own mm-hmm. seven on seven team and I'm watching quarterbacks make throws and reads <laughs> and and you know terminology that I didn't learn till I got to Maryland <laughs> mm-hmm. right so like the development and stuff is going to be a lot further. And my son's nine years old. That joke can read the coverage yeah. at, at receiver. He give you press release. He can tell you what they're doing, mm-hmm. what he asked. Him. Like, it's just completely different. Yeah. So um I think receivers, they're all going to be more dynamic because of the type of training that exists. And because what people know. And our old heads have to accept it. Maybe Jerry Rice's records are never going to be broken because they're a longevity stat, mm-hmm. but there's going to continue to be receivers that are more talented receivers right. than our goats from the past.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, just as as a part of being a receiver and the evolution of the receiver position is the pay of the receivers. I mean, you, you're seeing receiver contracts being thrown out that look insane. Man. And a part of it too is the running backs feel like they're being devalued. So just how, how does that work with the, is it just kind of a, it's how it goes with times? How do you kind of view that conversation with running backs kind of be devalued,
4: but receivers seem to be at right. a premium. I mean, it's just the business, you know. I mean, I wish one of y'all the time machine yeah, no. push me, push me back ten years, <laughs> right, man. Right. Right. I mean, you got to think. Well, 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 I was at high end number two money at eight mm-hmm. million. If yeah. you're a starter, you're you're a double digits. Yeah. Crazy? Right. I mean, I think so. It's crazy, yeah. but it goes to show, um, you know, when it comes to this position, that just. When well, the salary is relative to the business of football. Right. So you see these high salaries, it lets you know the sport is growing. Mm-hmm. The sport is thriving, right? And I think that's the part that's kind of hard to put in because right. I think about even being in San Francisco, one of the best parts about it was seeing all these legends that come back mm-hmm. and they're around all the time. And there are some that I truly admire, like mm-hmm. Joe Montana. um, I think of Ronnie Lott. These guys were, were, and people don't notice. like they were transformative in what they did off the field. Yeah. So you know them for their players, but they weren't making the millions like these guys were, right. were right. making now. they make a whole lot of money now yeah. by, by their investments <laughs> and things like that, but yeah. they weren't doing that. And so I think what you're able to see with the money, like so you, what I was getting to was like you got the old school guys, they're like, oh man, these guys are making all this money. We didn't do that. Well, the game wasn't as popular. Mm-hmm. The TV deals weren't the same. Right. So it's just a byproduct of the business, man. And I love it because each and every time someone gets paid, you're watching an entire family yeah. uh that's gonna be able to transform in terms of generational wealth if they take care of business and uh, I really love that for the guys. Yeah,
0: Torrey Smith, thank you so much for joining us, man. Two time Super Bowl champ with the Ravens and the Eagles, but he's picking the Niners <laughs> to yes, get it done. Torrey Smith, thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your time in Vegas. Hey, appreciate y'all having me. We'll you. be right back with more and Watkins in Vegas brought to you by Jiffy Loop. Town sports road trip to Radio Row in Las Vegas is brought to you by our friends at Jiffy Loop When it's time for a road trip, Visit Jiffy Lube for all your automotive maintenance needs. Jiffy Lube is your road trip headquarters. Styles and Watkins taking up to 2 p.m. We are joined by the one, the only Michael Lombardi, former NFL GM, current analyst for V-CIN, host of the GM Shuffle Pod. New book out Football Done Right, setting the record straight on the coaches, players, and history of the NFL. Michael, thank you for taking the time. So I, I wanna start here with the I wanna start here with the front office GM aspect of this, right? So when you talk about Brock Purdy, everybody talks about how inexpensive he is, relatively yeah. speaking. The importance of the Niners to win the super bowl with brock on this rookie deal and they still have him next season on the rookie deal how important is it or do you think it's a bit overblown i get really confused sometimes it's oh well they have to do it now or they're not going to be able to pay iuk then somebody comes out and says actually if you look at the numbers they can keep everybody how important is it for the niners to get a win with brock on this rookie deal well i think it's important to get a win
3: regardless yeah. of the rookie deal I think we make way too much of that I think you know you've got to do a better job of drafting In O two, 2 when you go back and look at that O two 2 draft if they don't hit with Purdy in the seventh mm-hmm. that's a washout draft for them yeah and so when you've got a good team you can't have these washout drafts you know Drake Jackson hasn't really been effective yeah. for them and so they cut the running back that they picked already in that draft so I I think that's more than anything because, look, you want to pay your good players, right? You know, you want to pay guys that play for you. And so you're trying to keep that, especially at positions that you can't find in the open market. Football is a game now where the contract and the player are two separate conversations, but they both are equal value. So if you pay a player X and you could get a similar player for Y, you've hurt your cap. Mm. and that has nothing to do with Brock Purdy's rookie right. contract. So it really comes down to valuing and understanding the value of contracts and you can't overpay. Mm. You just got to be able to say no and you got to have a farm system for players to develop. Mm. What have you thought about John Lynch and the Niners'
2: organization's approach to how aggressively they've built out that defensive line? I mean, they, they shelled out tons of money for Nick yeah. Bosa this season, and, and you know, bringing in Randy Gregory in the middle of the year, bringing in Chase Young in the middle of the year, signing Javon Hargrave in the offseason. What have you just
3: thought about that approach to building out that defense? I, I think it's Kyle's. I think it's Kyle's philosophy, right? I'm not trying to minimize John, yeah, but Kyle runs the organization. That's what they say, yeah you know kyle's got in his contract to run the organization he would have you know and so john works for kyle which is great but to me why are they successful they're successful because they have said above all we believe in a defensive line and that's what wins games all this talk about coverage all this talk about you know corners and line no none of that matters unless we get a great defensive line and I think that's really good. The Eagles last year, 60 of their 70 sacks came from the front. Yeah. Why are we concerned about the 49ers that are going into the Super Bowl? Because their D-line hasn't played good. Not at right. All. Right? That's the whole problem yeah. with them. You're sitting there saying you got Hargrave making 20000000 million, you got Armstead mm-hmm. making 20000000 million, you got Bosa making thirty, million, got Chase Young as second pick overall in the draft. You know, When are these guys going to show up? Gregory's got on a real big contract. That's the key to football, right? Look, football is a real simple game. If we went out back and played touch, and I said to you, three Mississippi's the game, mm-hmm. nobody gets open. Yeah. If I said five Mississippi, mm. everybody gets open. Right. That's football. That's interesting, yeah. That's football. And that's what the Niners are doing. They're trying to play a three Mississippi game. And that's how you win. And I
0: think that's what they should be commended for. Talking to Michael Lombardi, former NFL GM, current analyst for v host of the GM Shuffle Pod, be sure to check out his new book, Football Done Right, setting the record straight on the coaches, players, and history of the NFL. I know you're not, you know, a Niners guy, but if you were to guess whether or not Brandon Ayuk, just based on that situation, is on the roster next season, what do you
3: think? Oh, I think he is because, look, when you play the Niners, right? So let's work backwards here. You play the Niners, you've got to be able to take away the middle of the field, mm-hmm. okay? So Kyle wants to throw the ball between the numbers, right. the numbers that line the sidelines inside there. That's his passing game in there. And, mm-hmm. and when the defense forces you to throw the ball outside, which is what Spagnola is going to do, mm-hmm. you better have a really good player on the outside who can win one-on-one matchups like the first third down against the Detroit Lions where he throws it out for third and 10. It's a completion. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I say this if it gets ridiculous then it's going to be hard, and you're going to have to replace them. I think the 49ers have done a great job of saying, look, we love DeForest Buckner. We think Armstead's better. We'll trade him for a first-round pick, and we'll pick another player to replace him. Now, Greenlaw hasn't been as good as Buckner. We get that. But I think that's the way you have to work the cap. Here's what you can't do in the cap. You can't fall in love. Right. You can't fall in love. But they know they need an outside receiver. But if it gets too expensive and it becomes too rich – they got to find their own. They got to find another answer. Yeah. I know you worked closely with Al
2: Davis for a long time. I mean, being here in Vegas, what, what do you think Al would think of, of all of this? And of course, I mean, the Niners and the Chiefs being the two teams in it, well, he, I'm sure would he would never be have that. Yeah, he <laughs>
3: would never have the Chiefs in his building. Yeah, that would be the first thing. Yeah. Okay, what people don't understand, I wrote about this in my book, Football Done Right. So back in the day, mm-hmm. in the AFL, this is before you two were even born. Yes. So <laughs> the AFL and the NFL. Were competing for players mm-hmm. and the draft the college players they said was fair game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whatever you want to do whatever you want to spend it's fair game we'll compete against each other the pro players whose contracts were out now there was no free agency at the time if the pro team whether it was an afl pro team or an nfl pro team wanted their player back the other teams the other league couldn't compete for them mm-hmm. so what happened was pete Gogolak, the kicker was with the giants the giants wanted him back The Buffalo Bills signed Gogolak, and they broke the golden rule. And that started the war. Okay, And Al Davis signed John John Brody. He signed Roman Gabriel to these long contracts for future years. And what he didn't know at the time when he was doing this is Clark Hunt, Lamar Hunt, Clark's father, and Tex Ram are in the Dallas Love Field parking lot negotiating the settlement for the AFL and NFL.
0: Jeez.
3: And that settlement comes out, and that infuriated Al. And so there is a passion against the Chiefs on the field, mm. but there's a deeper one off the field because he was misled. He was embarrassed. He was yeah. the commissioner of the league, and he didn't know they were settling. Yeah. He didn't want to settle. Right. He didn't want to settle. He told me many times, I rented, oh God, I done it. I rented an office on Park Avenue. Yeah. I wanted them to let him know I was there. Yeah. You know, He wanted to put fear in him. Yeah. And so – that 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 adds fuel to the fire but of course the league office doesn't know this so they put the chiefs in his in his place like the
0: chiefs would have been at UNLV trust me mm. i see so did you see the clip of mark davis and it what he was being sarcastic but i don't I, he, he did such a good job, if you will, <laughs> that a lot of people didn't think he was. And he said, "My two, oh yeah, my two favorite teams are in here, the Niners and the Chiefs. And Raider fans were actually upset because they couldn't tell that he was being sarcastic. Well, look, you know, the, Al
3: has history in both teams, mm. right? So, he, you know, the Chief, I told you about that. The 49ers, when they were for sale, Al brokered the sale to the DeBarlow family. Mm. Got it. Al was instrumental in that sale. He actually got a million dollars finder's fees for making that sale. So he brought Mr. DeBarlow, Eddie Sr., Mr. Mm. Barlow Sr., into the group with the with the family with the with the family that owned the 49ers at the time and he made the deal happen and then of course he got a finder's fee so I, th- what Mark says there probably is a little bit of love from his dad across the bay right and coach Walsh you know worked at the Raider, worked at the Raiders and he told me as I drove him around in a car that most football he ever learned was working for Al so there is some but this game really is a tribute to coach Walsh because when you look at both uniforms you look at both offenses you look at both organizational structures mm-hmm. that all comes from Walsh yeah everything how the coach runs the team how they practice what they do that's Walsh
0: and we should honor him for that yeah michael lombardi thank you so much for joining us but before we let you go yeah. we need we need a pick <laughs> i'm going to go with the niners 27
3: 23 I, look i'm a, i'm wearing my first ring that i ever got i see you that ring
0: I, I, I'm
3: rooting for the Niners. I love Kyle. I love Andy too, mm-hmm. but I know it's just everybody. It's too easy to say. Well, they have Patrick Mahomes, right? Right. That's just too. It's to me the the Niners better play better on defense. Mm-hmm. They better show up. If they don't, it, it'll be a, it'll, it'll be it'll be it'll be a whooping.
0: Thank you so much, Michael Thanks, Lombardi, NFL Thank former NFL GM, current <laughs> analyst for Veasan, host of the GM Shuffle Pod. Go get his new book, Football Done. Right, setting the record straight on the coaches, players, and the history of the NFL. Gotta take a break when we get back more styles and Watkins in Vegas. Thanks to Jiffy Lou. sackdown Sports. Thank you to Michael Lombardi, former NFL GM, current analyst for V host of the GM Shuffle Pod. Go check out his book, Football Done Right. And we got to talk to Michael Lombardi all thanks to Jiffy Lou. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: Oil changes. Tire rotations, your overall car maintenance, think Jiffy Lube. Jiffy Lube is the place to take your car for your next road trip. Jiffy Lube, proud sponsor of Styles & Watkins Radio Row Road Trip to Las Vegas. Those are some great stories from Michael Lombardi about the Raiders we and the history. He went to school for a second there, yeah. No, he, took, he did take us <laughs> yeah, to school. Said, Let me he, tell you something, young fellow. He, he was not playing. You know, Al Davis would not have no, the Chiefs That's in, crazy. That's, that, that's real, though. It's very out That's the most Al Davis thing
2: possible, and he's completely right. There is no way Al Davis would allow them to practice in their facility. I don't know how he would have done it. I don't yeah. know how he would have told them. I could see him quite literally standing in front of the facility and saying, Ooh. You're quite literally going to have to get through me yeah. if you want the Chiefs to be playing in this building.
0: So, Chris, all right. We've made it, man. We've we, I was going to say, honestly. No one told me. We, we had, you know, Simone, Simone doing a great me. job for us. She just said what time we were out, and I said, oh, that's interesting. You know, we've been moving things around. Then I realized, yeah. oh, it's 2 o'clock. Yeah, it's like the show it's is It's 2 over. o'clock. So, yeah, Chris, day one radio row in yeah. the books. What a blur. How you How you feeling? Still feeling good, okay? Yeah, still
2: feeling good. Okay. I did poke myself. I started bleeding. Uh, yeah, you know battle wounds,
0: battle yeah, wounds you know, here.
2: Blood, sweat. Jay, I've seen, Jay, it, man. Jay I've seen it. Jay, how you feeling?
0: Day one. Look, Jay, we were we were the young Podwams here. No, <laughs> no, no, no. And no, you, no. and you, yes. you
5: brought us. He yoded us. Okay, you yoded us. Speaking we've been we we've been doing it up. You know. How, How you doing? How y'all, are you been, doing? y'all been rocking and rolling as we joined by another guest. But yes. no, I appreciate and let's just say that let me tell this right now, Nate, uh-huh. Simone, somebody that's being back. We're gonna push this a little bit down the road. So yes. let's break at least 10 minutes here because we got Stevie Johnson, of course, former 49er. But no, you guys have been on point, man. You guys have appreciate been on point. We'll talk about that as we got a guest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, there you go. And it's a flu it's a fluid
0: situation, fluid. and that's what we love, joined yep. by Stevie Johnson My guy, man. wide receiver. Buffalo. I, I thought I, I'm not even going to talk about being cold, knowing that you played in <laughs> Buffalo for all these years. We we are so excited to have you and a Bay Area dude. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Thanks for Rodriguez. taking the time, man. Rodriguez. That's right. They okay. came That's out of right. Fairfield. That's Rodriguez. Right. Yep. Shout out
6: Fairfield. Yeah. That's right.
0: That's right. So let's start here. The wide receiver market. It's it seems like it's been crazy, and I think it's a bit interesting because on one hand, these dudes are starting to get paid. Yeah. Right. But on the other hand, look at somebody like Marvin Harrison Jr., doesn't it feel like even though wide receivers are getting paid, there are more wide receivers coming out each and every year. The 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 jump from <laughs> the college to the NFL isn't as wide, so you gotta pay guys, but aren't some teams also gonna think, I mean, we could maybe find that, a yeah. guy too.
6: And that's a good thing though. Yeah. That's a good thing right. for, for the players, I mm-hmm. would say. You know, and it's a testament to the academies. It's a testament to the coaches that's yeah. getting these guys before they get to the league. You yeah. know, and they're able to do the things and show the skill sets that they have. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, yeah. I mean, you can, as a as a as a as a manager in the league, you can definitely say, I'm not gonna pay this guy and go find something for less. You know, yeah. that, and that's just the nature of the beast. That's the nature of the business. But. At the end of the day, everybody's going to get an opportunity when you got
0: uh, got a skill set like these guys are having coming into this league now. So let me ask you this. We, we were just talking with Michael Lombardi, former NFL GM. That same thing you just said, you were the Niners. You know their situation. Do you pay Iuk or do you try to think that maybe you can find somebody? Is he nice enough that you got to pay him? Yeah, you know, me, I, I like to
6: keep what I have, what I know I have. Sure. You know, he's proven himself. He's yeah. shown it. Um, I, as a cheap person, yeah, let's get rid of them <laughs> and go get something else. But I think we building something. I think yeah. we've seen it in being in the Bay with the Warriors. You know, mm-hmm. they had uh, the three got well four. I, uh, what's our center name? Um, Looney? About? Yeah, Looney,
2: yeah. Looney, yeah, yeah, Looney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't talk about
0: Looney here. So <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know, i
6: i so look me, I'm, I'm a California guy, so I, I like him. No, one, 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 one of them dude. There you go. But but yeah, you know, we've seen what it produced, you know. You sometimes you go go through your, your battles and um but it produced championships, you know, and this guy I he's this is his second appearance in the in a championship. I think he's proven himself, you know. So definitely pay him just because of the work that he's done, and just to keep that chemistry within the locker room. Yeah. No, you were talking about the academies,
2: and I mean seven on sevens and mm-hmm.
6: things like that.
2: How just in in the time since you were coming up in football, how much has that all, all the landscape changed of yeah. just getting into? forget you know high school college, right. like all that stuff there's so much work that happens even before you get there
6: precisely it's a lot of work and, and it's good i love to see yeah. it i love to see all the academies that's going on because it's equipping these kids mm-hmm. to be prepared to make money that or to be in a position to have an opportunity to make money um what i've done with what, what i've done with my with my family is we've created a um a intern not internship but a nonprofit to mm-hmm. where we're teaching the kids the other things more than sports. Right. Because we know there's, there's, like when I was playing, when I was coming up, there wasn't as many camps like that. It was probably yeah. one Nike camp that you would go to. Mm-hmm. But that yeah. was it. There was no seven-on, like like traveling yeah. team and this and that. But. These kids don't, I don't want them to get lost in just the game and learning the games. I want them to learn what, which what we teach is the main three things: is culinary, learning how to make food for yourself. Wow. Man, that's Man, yeah, 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 that's uh, huge. Come on, yeah, that's huge. Because you know, growing up or not growing up, I'd say going through my my ranks to get to the league. I was in college. Buying food, you know yeah. what I mean? Wasting yeah. money, basically. Yep. banging that per diem out. Food. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was right there with you. As opposed to getting, a, a, learning to use a, a, a crock pot, mm-hmm. making food yeah. that can last long, yeah. getting a yeah. rice, that rice cooker. Grill. that's That forming That's game. Come on yeah. now. Like that. yeah. That's so, right. Yeah, that, that was stuff that I had to learn. Through my through the misses, you know what <laughs> I'm saying, but it's like a lot of kids don't have that. No. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what we do is we set up little mini destinations uh, symposiums, and we provide that outlet. That's awesome. Um, we provide oh. banking not not banking, but we provide um, a situation where guys can go into the bank. We partner mm-hmm. with a lot mm-hmm. of these things, some financial literacy, yeah, kind of stuff. And, yeah, and not being afraid to say, hey, what's up to the teller, or you know, what I mean, sure. being in that yeah. environment, mm-hmm. just simple, as simple as that, you know. And then in our the last one is, co- is communication. Mm-hmm putting different people in the house with each other for a week, teaching them, like, hey, you got to learn to uh, communicate with this guy yeah. because it, it'll be a smoother road for you. You'll pro- Most likely you'll learn something. Yeah. As opposed to being how I was, I, I was just more isolated, like I'm more private. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. as open as I am now. I always felt, all right, I don't need no help. I won't ask for help. I'll just figure it out myself, and I'll yeah. do it. I won't bother nobody. Mm. But it's some type of humility in asking those questions, asking for help. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, it's, and it's
5: helping it. So, you know, I just try to expose that part through our uh, nonprofit called Exposure Academy. Stevie, man, one of the things that I, you know, that always I've been impressed by you, man, is, is um, your intellect when it comes to outside of football. Yeah. And I think that's what you're we're talking yeah. about here. Indeed. But it's always kind of impressed me, yeah. man, for the short time that I've known you personally, but also just watching you afar and coming from where we come from, right. you know. Man, speak to that, like because one of the thing one of the things I disliked, and maybe you guys can agree with me, is I hate when people say you know you're articulate or you 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 know you know so so don't start don't start I know I didn't mean that, but (laughs) I say that in the fact that because where we come from, you've always made sure and handled that part of your you know your job outside of football. Yeah, and and it comes to
6: um, lessons, losses, quote unquote. Of course, but those losses were lessons for me. Right, you know, I wasn't as articulate. I wasn't out there in the community um, like I am now. Hmm. But what got me out there even more is because I felt like that was my passion. I felt like it was a passion. But um, when I hit hit roadblocks, I didn't stop. That you part. We had we got had, you. we got to figure out a way. Like, and I feel like that's funny. I just said that. So <laughs> I got a, a children's book called "There's Always a Way" with Stevie J, and that's, that's awesome. A, that's basically really? what it is. Like. You, there's always a way to get better in a situation instead yeah. of just tapping out and and changing or pivoting. You know, right. I'm not knocking people for um, transferring or, or pivoting to another thing, but I think some people they give up too early. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and um, go through that fire. That's all I like to say through our, in my academy. I like to put the student athletes through the fire. I throw them in the fire early, whether it's sports, sports wise, or if this kid don't talk a lot. I'm I'm going to connect him with this one dude, this dude that talks a lot, you know what I mean? Just so he can have just the spark of what it's like because later on he's going to run into a situation like this as we all have, as I did, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it it is what it is, you know? So um, it's just about preparation and and learning from those lessons, man. That's what got me to, you know, be as uh, intellectual as I am with this this journey that I'm on, you Mm. know, as a retired athlete trying to teach us student athletes and entrepreneurs. Yeah, I,
0: I, I think that's what's, That's one thing about when you're growing up. If you're around a bunch of people that are just like you, you don't don't know what to do when you're put in a different situation. So the fact that you're making sure that these kids know how to handle that early, that's just beautiful, man. Talking to Stevie Johnson, who played in the league, NFL wide receiver, veteran. Stevie, before we get to your pick for the game, gotta ask man the bills yeah. i mean you talk about hitting a wall what no. do they do I, I don't know what they do <laughs> hey, i yeah. don't know what they do
6: I'm, I'm proud of them boys they they ha- it was a t- everybody know when you start the season everybody loving it we got Josh Allen the mm-hmm. madden cover all yeah. that so we got a lot of attention then they hit a wall and it, and then we end up winning six straight you yeah. know what i'm saying which is which is which is really good we ran into this chief team I mean, Mahomes and Kelsey is—they automatic, man. They—they they automatic. You can't—you can't knock them. You got to be different in order to stop them. Yeah. You know, if you want to be regular or be fair, you—it's gonna be a loss for you. You know. So, um, yeah, man. The Bills ran into the ran into those Chiefs and. You know, I, I felt like it was it was a, a missing space creator. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I think. That's what get us over the hump. I think w- with the team that we got now, and we can add a space creator like like Keenan Allen. I know it's okay. I'm in, fan, I'm in fantasy world. Yeah. You know it may not happen. Right, the salary right. cap. Yeah. The myth of salary cap. <laughs> but uh, man, make that happen. If they really want to get over the hump, they need a space creator guy.
5: Stevie, my last question as we running out of time. If Stevie's going into the Hall of Fame, what hat you wearing, brother?
6: Uh well This is the, Buffalo man. Yeah, the first the first team that got me. Nah, oh, okay. that's right. Yeah, right. I, I'm gonna keep it real. That's right. right. <laughs> Let me get my pick. So my pick, I'm gonna go with the home team though, San go. Francisco. I'm okay. gonna say we're gonna be winning the game and it's gonna come down to a big stop that we'll have to do on uh on the Chiefs. And if we can make that stop, we win. If we don't, then Mahomes done something great again. I think it's Ooh. gonna be something like that. There yeah. you go,
0: Stevie Damn. Johnson. That was outstanding. That that's is perfect. how you end the show. Stevie, yes. thank you so Let's much. Go. Enjoy the rest of your day, man. Same.